0: it's friday everybody and i am glenn the geek from ocala florida
1: and i'm jamie jennings and i'm in norman oklahoma and you're listening to horses in the morning on the horse radio network for july 24th episode 2484 brought to you today by kentucky performance products good morning horse world
2: congratulations you made it to freestyle friday that means jamie and glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really
1: bad ads on horses
3: in the morning
0: I need to stop doing the show notes the day before because I wrote July 23rd. Did you say 24th? I <laughs>
1: did. I said 24th because yesterday was my mama's birthday and that's uh, July <laughs> gotcha. 23rd. So that's the only reason I caught that. Well, it, When and, I do the show
0: notes a day ahead is when I screw it up. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: Mind you guys, I don't remember exactly who the sponsor is and what day it is and what episode. I actually read from a script that Glenn writes out for me. And I typically will read... Whatever there is on that script. <laughs> and, and I don't
0: listen, can- so that's that doesn't help.
1: <laughs> this is Jamie Jennings from Planet Earth. Uh, I mean, I, I could be like, I just read whatever it is. So the fact that I caught that points uh, for me.
0: Congratulations. To- that's what happens after 2,500 episodes. It kind of just gets blurry. <laughs> well
1: hey today would have been a start of the equestrian competition at the olympics and to honor that we get to catch up with canadian olympian jessica phoenix also some good news in the mustang world really bad ads also i'm gonna make glenn take a quiz now that he's been living in florida for a while it's time to see just how southern he is and i'll tell you what i took the quiz and i got dang 100 i
0: bet you did <laughs> and i don't know that florida counts as the south to be honest <laughs> i think we're kind of an exception but i'll try i'll do my best
1: my score was 100 you have made <laughs> the south proud
0: <laughs> good for Come you on. um and that's where i lose jamie because she pounded on the uh table and she disappears so let's get her back this is live right now Hello? You pounded on the table and disconnected, didn't you?
1: <laughs> I did not. I didn't do anything. It just was like, oh.
0: <laughs> well, let's start with the good news. And I uh, later on in the show, too, after we talk to Jessica, I have a rant. I am going to rant because one of the stupidest decisions ever made in the horse world was made yesterday. And we're going to talk about that. And I normally don't rant about stuff like this, but I have to get it off my chest and I don't care who hears it. So, there. Oh, boy. You're uh, going to
1: send your pre-complaint. <laughs> <laughs> to Jennifer and Horse oh, Radio no. Network.
0: Judging oh. by the comments on Facebook, nobody's complaining and everybody's going, what is going on here? The U.S. House approved a wild horse protection amendment yesterday. The amendment directs the Bureau of Land Management to use at least $11 billion of its annual operating budget for its wild horse and burrow program on the humane and proven safe fertility control vaccine, PZ p. So what that means is that they're going to have to kick up their their fertility program remember there were some people arguing that that wasn't the right thing to do and we were kind of for it because it beats having them live in pens, controlling the wild population. Here's the thing.
1: People are like, oh my God, darting them with PZP is cruel. But then you look at the fact that there's like thousands of horses standing in a pen, like Zeus did, my horse, for yeah, six years. that's not cruel, years. apparently. That <laughs> is not a good alternative. So th- as many people as we've talked to that deal directly with Mustangs, they're like, hello, PZP. It's like a great way. But oh my God, it's so stressful to to dart them and all this, but you know what? Yeah, it's less stressful than having them all fight standing in a tiny pen over alfalfa.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it also addresses concerns raised by the BLM's recent report to Congress outlining, remember, we talked about they had a plan to round up and remove as many as 90,000 wild horses from public lands at the cost of a billion dollars with no guarantee of funding or no guarantee of lifetime care. Or they had They didn't talk about that. They just want to round them up. And yeah,
1: it, it uh, that would end poorly. For yeah, well,
0: yeah, it would end up with everybody. them going to slaughter, let's face it. That's what would happen. Uh, so uh, apparently it addresses that and basically says they're not going to do that. So um, the Congress stepped in here. Uh, I don't know. I tried to find an article that says what happens now, and I couldn't. I think this doesn't have to go to the Senate and the president. I think this is part of a bigger uh, thing that was already in force so i think that this goes into force now i am not sure i think the house controls this funding is what i'm saying if anybody well, if you, knows for sure let me know if,
1: if you think that if you're listening to the show and you think that wow darting a bunch of wild horses is cruel and that the alternative is better send me an email or jennifer I don't yeah, know,
0: what, we'll yeah let us discussion. know what, they, what alternative is better uh, they do have to control the population. No question about that. Uh, in one way or another, I'd rather have them do it this way than rounding them up with helicopters and throwing them in pens. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if we agree on something. Well, <laughs> write that down.
0: All right, <laughs> day's over, <laughs> week's done. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, no after show today. Actually, we will have an after show later on. Uh, Jamie wants to talk about a horse. Big surprise. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I had some last questions. we I have to wish a very happy birthday to two of our Australian auditors, uh, Shannon Brooks and Fiona Deering. Happy birthday to both of you down the under in the middle of winter down there. And also to Jason Knight. Uh, happy birthday to all three of those terrific auditors. We appreciate you guys a lot, and we love our Australian listeners, and we have quite a few of them.
1: Well, my uh, Daily Winnie goes out to a man and his name is Slade Cleaves. And I don't know how many of you just perked up going, oh my God, Slade Cleaves? Wow, I can't believe that she's giving a Daily It technically goes to my vet, Dr. White, because she's the one who played this amazing song for me. And I'm going to read to you the first, you know, up until the chorus. And I'm just going to, like, we can't play it. Glenn won't let me play it. I'm going to if I can get Slade I just don't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah, I know to do a musical episode too bad podcast can't play songs anymore. So uh, there's no rule against reading the lyrics. So here's the beginning of the song. Okay. now this is a country song. It's a guy like a little cowboy singing it, from what I understand. I met Willie by the still. He was brewing a batch. He had a short cigar and one last match. He was telling me about his latest, latest troubles with the government. He had child support and alimony. He was looking depressed and kind of lonely, just trying to figure out where all his hard-earned money went. He said, well, I'll be, go to hell. He said, I ain't got nothing but a Ford and a barn full of hay. If it weren't for horses and divorces, I'd be a lot better off today. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Song, the, the you didn't need any thing. of the other
0: song. You needed that last line.
1: Just the last line. Well, I'll be good alone. to hell, he said. This is a final one. I got nothing but a Ford and a barn full of hay. If it weren't for horses and divorces, I'd have a lot more money and a lot less gray. Hair, I might even be a millionaire. If it weren't for horses and divorces, I'd be a lot better off today. Let that be a lesson to you, horse husbands.
0: <laughs> I love that. That should be the theme song for the new horse husbands." Show I'm putting together. Uh, I think
1: so. <laughs> I think you need to get this I guy I need to on. talk to him. <laughs> yeah, Slade Cleaves. If it weren't just for horse name, and that's got
0: to be made up. I
1: hey, know it's amazing. <laughs> so you can you can look him up and and find his fine music. And I don't think he has any other horse songs. It's just. <laughs> This is a, probably a true story. I think it's a true story.
0: We're going to find out. I will look into the late and find out. Hey, uh, I have an update for Curious Minds. Uh, remind you of another podcast, right? Um, so we talked on Monday about Auditor Jess, and she lives here in Florida. Remember, she has a brand new Tesla.
1: Yes, yeah, so and part of her equestrian first world problems was uh, she can't put hay in her Tesla. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, so I uh, I said... I want to know how much it costs, and I've never been able to find this in all the Googling I've done, how much it costs to charge the thing. Are they actually, is it actually less than putting gas in the car?
1: You Uh, said, I believe, did not quote you, but something like, um, she can't drive anywhere because she has to stop and charge it up every, you know, 20 minutes.
0: Well, uh, this is what she said. I asked her about it. She said she could make it to Ocala, but she'd have to stop at one of the Turnpike Supercharger stations. And I said, well, how long does it take to charge? Because... I pictured her sitting there all all night long, you know, for eight hours <laughs> wait, waiting for the to charge to go an hour and a half of the phone. road. Yeah, she said it takes thirty minutes at a supercharger at home. It takes all night, so it does take overnight when you're doing it at home. Apparently, at a supercharger, one of those things along the highway, it takes thirty minutes. And she said it costs about nine dollars to charge. But she said they give free supercharging for a year, so at home it takes about nine dollars to do the charge every charge, which is cheaper than a tank of gas for sure, right?
1: That's nine dollars at the Supercharger.
0: Right. No, no, nine dollars at home. When she's charging at home it it averages about nine dollars. At the supercharger she get those free for a year. So apparently she can just stop and plug into the superchargers uh, for free. Uh, She did say, though, that it comes free with Netflix built into the car entertainment system while you're waiting on the charge. So you you
1: can binge watch while you're charging, (laughs) while you're supercharging. Oh, my God. There's so many first world problems in there. It's
0: like exhausting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's go Southern.
1: All right. Well, again, this is the quiz. And it's finished the southern phrase. And this is how I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you a blank. And if you're really stuck, then I'll give you a, a, B, C, a, B, or C. Like, I'll give you three choices. But I'm pretty sure, like, you should just jump in with the word. That's what I did anyway. Uh, we'll start with something easy. You are blank up the wrong tree.
0: Well, we used to say barking.
1: That is correct. Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't
0: slap. know that was a Southern one we used that in Pennsylvania, so
1: yeah, well, every once in a while some there's some crossover slap my well, slap my grits, no, your choices are mama, <laughs> friend or sister.
0: oh, it's gotta be mama.
1: nope, no, it's slap my sister,
0: oh, I didn't know that one all
1: right, I'm <laughs> as snug as a blank and a rug,
0: a bug, that's a bug, yep, yep.
1: That blank just won't hunt. Coon? Man, gun, or dog?
0: Oh, I would go with dog.
1: That dog just won't hunt. Oh, I got that's that one. Got I, you got to give me credit thing. for
0: that one. I, a coon is a dog. A coon dog. Yeah. A coon is a raccoon. No, but they call them coon dogs.
1: Um. Let's go with he's moving slower than... Molasses. Molasses, that's correct. I'm doing all right here. Her skirt is so short we can see... <laughs>
0: Her bottom?
1: It's either Christmas, Easter, or New Year's. Really? <laughs> Her skirt is so short, we can see Christmas.
0: <laughs> Never heard that one. That's a new one on me.
1: <laughs> um, Let's go with, that only happens once in a blank moon.
0: Uh, full moon?
1: Oh, my God. I thought this was like the easiest one. That only happens once in a blue moon. Glenn. Oh, blue
0: moon. Yeah. Why was I? I, I didn't know that one. Why did I lost blue there for a second?
1: In a okay. month of blank.
0: In a month of what?
1: In a month of blank. No idea. Sundays. Oh, in a month of, oh, Sundays. month of Sundays. You're going to blank in a handbasket.
0: Well, that's hell, right?
1: You're going to hell in yeah. a handbasket. She's as cute as a button. Button. She's wound blank than a clock.
0: Tighter than a clock.
1: You got it. Ah. Look at you. You're so Southern. <laughs> We're like blank on rice. What was that? We're like blank on rice.
0: Oh, I know this one too. And it's, it's gone. I don't know.
1: White, Glenn. White. Right, right, like right. white on rice.
0: See, I, I eat brown rice. So that's why I didn't know.
1: That argument just don't hold. Water. Water. I've known you since you were knee high to a
0: grasshopper.
1: Well, this one's bullfrog. Oh, really? I think grasshoppers
0: one too, though, isn't it?
1: Uh, that's not yeah, the heard, southern. Well, that's the northern version. About... <laughs> that's the Yankee version. Yeah. It's grass... Bullfrogs down to Georgia. Okay, <laughs> you're getting a little too big for your britches. Britches. It is deader than a door
0: nail. Knob. Nail. Nail knob? Uh, it had
1: both, but yeah. I think it's when I did it, it was nail. He's madder than a blank hen.
0: a uh, French hen?
1: <laughs> you, you madder than a wet hen, Glenn? <laughs> I thought it was
0: French hen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't blank her feathers. Pluck? Oh God! Don't ruffle her feathers. Oh, ruffle,
0: ruffle, ruffle. ruffle
1: Here, you ruffle. know what? My this is my my grandma used to say. I'm gonna jerk a blank in your tail.
0: Oh, I don't know that one. Really? No. Uh-uh.
1: Nobody ever said, I'm a jerkin knot in your tail, Glenn.
0: No, I never heard that one. Uh, that is okay. Southern.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a bull in a china shop, you'd get that yeah. one. Let's see. It stinks to high. Heaven. Heaven in here. Yeah, my
0: mom would say that all the it time. It don't
1: amount to a hill. It hill-a. was mostly about our room, really. It <laughs> <Yes. laughs> was just you. Yeah. You stink to high heaven. It doesn't amount to a hill of beans,
0: uh, beans. 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 Yeah. Why? I want to look up the origin of that one. I, I, you know, you don't walk, see a lot of hills of beans around. So, uh, get that one.
1: She isn't the sharpest blank in the shed.
0: Ta- uh, we used to say tack, but No, it'd be tool. Tool. Okay.
1: Come here and give me some lovin'. No, spoonful sugar. of lovin'. No. <laughs> you can't make a blank spoonful of, <laughs> of You can't make a blank purse out of a sal's ear. You can't make a silk purse out of a sal's <sighs> ear.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, that one you won't know. Calculating results. Let's see. Oh. You made the South proud. I think I helped you a little bit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you helped me make the South proud. You know
1: what my mama used to say, and I say, you know, with some of those things that you say that you like. Oh my God, I just heard my mother's voice come out yep. of my mouth. <laughs> you know, Lucas, old look for in the fridge just this morning pre-show. He's like, I can't find the remote, the clicker. It's a clicker
0: in this house. is what we call the remote. Yeah, chat. that's what we call it too. And I, uh, Jemmy, always laughed at me. She had never heard that before.
1: Yeah, Chad is like it's a remote. I'm like it's a clicker. We
0: called it a clicker too. Oh, good. I'm not the only one because I get picked on endlessly about that.
1: Oh, my mom called it. Still to this day calls it a changer. She's like, can't be the changer. <laughs> now the and changer
0: actually, was us kids who had to walk up to the TV and turn yeah, the station.
1: <laughs> I used to say changer, and Chad's like, no, no, uh, uh-uh. uh that's no, that's not okay. But what I did say, to, I do say to my son all the time that just shocks the heck out of me is he, he like open the fridge. And, and Chad, I say to Chad too, open the fridge and they can't find something. What do you, and then like you walk over and it's right in front of them. What do you say?
0: It's right, uh, it's right under your nose.
1: <laughs> I wish I'd say that. But what my mama said to me and what I say to my child and my husband is, well, it's right here. If it's a snake, it'll bit you.
0: <laughs> that does sound like a grandma thing to say from the south. <laughs> it was a-
1: get a bitcha. It's right that does, there. That does
0: sound like that.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Every time I say that, now I just say it for fun. I'm like, well, it's right here. He's like, I know. I know. It would have been me. Stop, Mom.
0: <laughs> All right. So this would have been the start of the Olympics in Japan. Right now, the equestrian would have started. We would be seeing some... Uh, we'd probably be seeing some dressage going on, we'd be seeing some show jumping, we'd be seeing some cross-country and watching it all on TV, probably at three in the morning, because time's a little different Japan. But... None of that's happening right now. They are starting it next year this exact same time. So that's the plan. And I thought, well, let's catch up with one of our favorite uh, Olympians. And I did have a couple of our Canadian listeners ask about how Jess is doing, Jessica Phoenix. We've been following her for 12 years, actually. We've been having her on the shows. And she can't leave Canada right now. So I wanted to find out what all that's like and what she's been up to and what she thinks about the Olympics thing.
1: And you recorded this before the show,
0: so I'm getting to hear it for the first time, too. Yeah, she had to go to a clinic, so we recorded it earlier. So here it is. Well, hi, Jess. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. You know, I wanted to have you on today. I didn't tell you this, but one of the reasons I wanted to have you on today is you know what today would have been the first day of?
2: Well, maybe the Olympics.
0: Yeah, maybe the Olympics. So I thought, <laughs> why not have you on? And we could we could reminisce about how much fun you're having eating Japanese food.
2: <laughs> Checking out the site.
0: <laughs> Do you like Japan? Is it great?
2: Japan has just been so welcoming this year. It was a wonderful trip over. It happened so quickly. It's like not even real.
0: Are your horses ready? <laughs> Are they ready for this? Uh,
2: the horses, they feel super. They're in peak peak condition, they're ready to get that gold medal.
0: Have you trained them to eat noodles? Are they eating a lot of noodles now?
2: <laughs> They've really embraced the new the new food, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we're joking around, but it really is. It was supposed to be yesterday it was supposed oh, to be
4: <laughs> It's
2: such a crazy year, huh?
0: Well, now, you normally, I mean, if you weren't at the Olympics, you would normally be down here showing. You would have been just in Virginia. And so how weird is this year for you?
2: Honestly, it's so weird. And it's so difficult to prepare the horses for competitions that may or may not be happening. Um,
0: yeah, yeah it's because just, you kind of scale them up and scale them back a bit and scale them up and scale them back a bit. And now you don't know what you're definitely. scaling for. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And-
2: even your Gallup your Gallup programs would change depending on which which event you're going to, like a short format or a long format. And we definitely like um, try to peak the horses towards the shows that they're going to, and then they have some downtime after each show. So it's definitely been a very interesting year preparing for horse shows.
0: Now you could come to the United States from Canada, but you you would have to quarantine when you went back, right?
2: Yeah, and that's. That's the hardest thing. Um, I mean, just financially, this has been a very interesting year mm. uh, to run a business in. And definitely, we can travel to the States, but then we have a two-week quarantine on the other side. So then you're talking like at least three weeks of being away from from business.
0: Um, and you've and been doing just... a lot of clinics from what I've seen up there, more than you would have done, obviously.
2: Yes, you know what? With every with every moment like this, there is opportunity, and I I love teaching clinics, and it's been so fun to just um, see people socially distancing while seeing them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and what a great opportunity to be able to um, to travel and you know, teach. It's awesome.
0: Well, I've been seeing all the pictures on your Facebook page and I will say this, you may not be able to travel and compete like you used to doing right at this time of year, but God, these kids love having you come over for the clinics. There must be a thousand pictures.
2: It's so fun. Yeah. And it's just wonderful to just kind of bring some light to everyone's day. Um, I think everybody kind of feels a little bit like it's groundhog day. You wake up every morning and it's the same routine and you're really not going anywhere. And being able to just bring that uh, that little bit of excitement to, you know, your regular everyday life has is, is been a joy.
0: Now, uh, as you know, I live in Ocala. I highly advise you not to come back here in the winter at this point, unless things get a lot better.
2: <laughs> it's, it's... I know. It's definitely a concern. Like, just watching the news and, um, you know, reading all of the things that are published, it's
0: just going crazy. <laughs> you guys did much better in Canada. So good job. Yeah. That. Um, <laughs> so, it's insane. It is. It is. Are you playing? Did you g- have, have there been any events in Canada at this point?
2: Yes. Yeah, so we have been incredibly fortunate. Um, Willowwind, which is run <clears throat> by Jeff and Ann Morgan. Um, that's where the Pan Am Games were in 2015. Mm-hmm. They have been super diligent. They put all brand new courses together at the two star and the three star level. Um, and then they ran national division from beginner novice through to training level. And that was our first full event back. And it was amazing. They, they did such an incredible job of putting it on and all of the horses and riders felt so safe. And it was just a really positive weekend. And I can't tell you how great it was to get back and leave that start box. It was just. So much fun.
0: What will qualifications look like for the Olympics now? Because you're kind of limited in what you can do, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the horses that were already qualified for the Olympics, they need to do a four-star short before um, the Olympics takes place next year, and then they will be fully qualified. Oh. But again, it's it's such an interesting time. Like, you just don't know what events are going to be running and how long the border is going to stay closed for. Um so I think Willowind is actually trying to put together a four-star short for us, which would be incredible. Um, and then Bromont is also running a four-star short and hopefully a four-star long to get the horses qualified that are not already qualified. So um, like, honestly, with every time you have something like this happen and it seems like the craziest thing in the world, it does create opportunity and Canada has really been lacking in four-star level competition. So, if we could get an additional four-star going in Canada, like what an incredible opportunity for us!
0: Yeah, that be that would be great, actually. Yeah, and you're right about opportunity. I mean, things have popped up that would have never popped up before, and exactly changes are being made that some of them we hope stick. You know that uh, exactly are for the better. I wanted to also ask you about uh, your the show all around champion. All-Round Champion.
2: Oh, my gosh. That was the best show ever. Have you watched it? No,
0: but uh, matter of fact... Glenn, you've got to watch it. I know. I don't know where to find it down here.
2: Okay, so um, if you go on my Facebook or Instagram account, you'll have to scroll back to, I think it was in April. And um, I think it's on the Bayou Network in, in the United States. But I'll send you the link so okay, that you have it. Okay, because there's so but many networks, can, who
0: knows where, <laughs> where we find yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, you can watch it online. Or yeah. if you go to All Round Champion on Facebook or Instagram, then you can find out how to watch it um, That's, straight off the of bat.
0: For the Americans that have no idea so what, we, what cool. you're talking about, just give them a reader's digest on what it is.
2: Okay, honestly, the craziest two days ever. So there's 10 kids um, that are all champions in their respective athletic sport. And over the 10, they do a show for 11 weeks. And each week, they do one of um, each athlete's sports. And each kid has to compete in that sport. And then on the 11th week, it's a wild card. So it's a sport that none of the kids have ever done before.
0: So it's and kind of like a decathlon where you, you're doing 10 yes, different... It's, yeah,
2: it's insane. So um, I was there to coach these kids nine of whom had never ridden before. And in two days, I had to get them ready to do a competition of show jumping. Really? (laughs) It's insane. It was insane. I'm like, are you sure that this is a good idea? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The kids are super athletic. They're very brave. They're great horses. It'll be great. And I was like, oh my goodness, there's no way I'm going to be able to teach these kids to jump a full course in two days. (laughs) And it was honestly one of the most rewarding experiences um just to take part in that and just to see how these athletes were so determined and like very skilled in being trained like they're very trainable and so we were able to teach every single athlete to jump a full show jump course Wow! and on I know. On the last day, I was there for um, two days of training, and on the third day, it was competition day, and they all did it. It was amazing.
0: How old are they? How old are the kids?
2: Um, They were, I think, between 11 and 14.
0: Oh, wow. So, yeah, preteens to young teens. That's pretty young. (laughs) But then kids that age learn how to do crap much quicker.
2: Yeah, and they're so, um, like, they just have no fear, and they've got super balance, and they were all very good athletes. Um, and the other sports, like I have to say, my family was hooked on watching the entire series. Like my kids were so pumped to watch it like every single week. And the things that they did, like gymnastics, skateboarding, swimming, ATV, golf, like everything. It was amazing watching them be so versatile and be able to try all these different sports.
0: I, I would have guessed before you mentioned those sports that horses would have been their toughest one, but I bet you it was golf. It's golf's tough to learn. It's
2: tough. Golf sport. is tough to learn. Yeah. The other thing that looked really scary, like high skill moves off of the high dive, like mm. somersaults and twists and pikes and I don't know, like at that height going straight down to a body of water, that's got to be pretty intimidating.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I could do that one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tough. So uh, oh, um, I know we have a limited amount of time because you actually have a clinic starting today, don't you? Didn't I read? You got it. Yeah. That's right. So your book, The Third Printing?
2: Yes. The book has been amazing. And it's really taken off during this time because it's uh, such a story of of trials, right? And I think everybody can connect to it right now like they need that inspiration and that everybody at some time in their life has had to, you know, push through an uncomfortable situation. And it's just been it's just been amazing to see how connected everyone is to
0: the book. It's called Rise, the Jessica Phoenix Story. If you want to find it, just go to jessicaphoenix.com and, and there's a link to the where you can still buy it on your website, right?
2: Yeah. If you go to uh, jessicaphoenix.ca. Um, there's a link right, right on there, and you can you can also buy it on um, Amazon, or you can go directly to the publisher's website at Roar Publishing, and buy it straight from there.
0: All right, I got two more questions for you. One is everybody will want to know which horse which horse is your baby right now.
2: My baby. Okay. Well, I actually do have to talk about a real baby. He's Petroni Macaroni. <laughs> We call him Patron, and he's actually the baby of Patrice Br, who I wrote at the four-star level, and Gin and Juice, who Holly Bennett had super success with at Olympic Games, WEG five-star level. Um, and he's four, and he's just getting ready for his first competition, and that is definitely a horse to look for in the future. He's just Patroni such a fun Macaroni.
0: Guy. That breaks your naming cycle too.
2: I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> his show name will just be Patrone. But he's uh, very affectionately referred to as Petroni Macaroni.
0: (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Could you send me a picture so we could use in the show notes of Petroni? Absolutely. That'd be great. And then the last one, I always have to ask about the family. How's the family doing? How's your husband doing in the cow business right now?
2: Oh, you know what? Joel is doing amazing. And it's just been so, so awesome to have this time at home just with our family. Like we have never been together this long and had so many meals together and just been together. It's, it's honestly been exactly what we needed and just a wonderful time for our family.
0: Now, he kind of travels a lot too because he does uh, 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 cow competitions uh, and things like yeah. that. And they haven't been yeah. happening. So, you've both been home.
2: We've both been home. It's literally like we started dating when I was 15 and we've never spent this much time together ever. And, And, you know, at the start, is divorce next week, Jess?
0: Are you filing next week? People
2: were nervous. They were nervous for us. And I'm like, no, we'll be fine. There were definitely like a couple of weeks at the start where he had to get used to me, like being there all the time.
0: So you're the one that's the pain (laughs) in the ass, not him. You're the pain. It's me. Yeah. Totally me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shocking, I know. (laughs) But no, it's been so great for our marriage. Like, it's just been a time to reconnect and, um,
0: are the kids sick yeah, of you guys? Do they want you a, gone again?
2: No, they love it. Yeah, like this is the first time that I've actually had to leave home, and it was hard for my kids. And I was thinking, like, how did we? How did we do this all the time before? Like, I was constantly flying places and going to horse shows, and they just seemed so okay with it. And now it's like, yeah, yesterday was sad when I had to leave last night.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> We, uh, we started talking to you, I think 12 years, maybe longer than 12 years ago now. And why? We certainly have been through some things over the years. And Definitely. this is just another one. Well, well, your, your horses will be eating noodles in no time in, exactly. in Japan. And I'm confident of that. I'm confident that they're going to get there and you're going to get there next year and it'll all be fine. Thank you so much. Jess, it's been good catching up with you again. It's jessicaphoenix.ca. I definitely recommend the book. got it, I got it this time. Uh, I definitely recommend the book. It's called Rise, the Jessica Phoenix Story. You can get it on Amazon as well. And uh, I'm going to find All Around Champion and and post a link to it. There must be a way we can watch it online because that does sound like fun.
2: Definitely, definitely. Thanks, Jess. Thank you, guys.
0: This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com.
4: The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Managing horses can be challenging. Each horse's personality affects the way he behaves and reacts to the world around him. Horses with certain dispositions can be at higher risk for developing health problems than others. High-strung or excitable horses are easily stressed, but so is the timid, quiet warrior. Stressed horses are more likely to develop digestive upsets that lead to colic, diarrhea, and ulcers. Nalox Advanced was specifically developed to support a digestive tract that is under stress. It sustains proper pH levels, reducing the incidence of ulcers and hindgut imbalances, while simultaneously supporting the healing of damaged tissue. Nalox Advanced supports the complete digestion of starches and sugars and sustains populations of beneficial bacteria. Make life a little easier on your sensitive horse and start him on Nalox Advanced today. To learn more about the ingredients in Nalox Advanced, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com.
0: Well, Jamie, how cool is the name Patroni Macaroni? I think that has to be one of the best horse names ever. She is just so delightful <laughs> to listen to. I love She's, her laugh. She is. Okay, that's it. I can't stand it anymore. I have, to get, I have to get it. I have to get it out. When, when is the last time ever in the history of the Chronicle of the Horse in the comments section underneath the post— Have you seen everybody agree to something and nobody disagree?
1: No, I can tell you,
0: never. Never. You have never seen that in the history of the Chronicle of the Horse, especially on the forums, right? I mean, never. Well, there was a post that was done an hour ago, and so far there's been uh, 30 comments, and nobody has disagreed. Nobody. So in their wisdom, the powers that be— For two of the largest indoor horse shows in the country, the Pennsylvania National Horse Show and the Washington International Horse Show, you would agree that they're the two of the largest, most prominent indoor jumping shows in the country. Yes. Draw tens of thousands of spectators every year. Well, they couldn't do them there because it's indoors and they can't bring tens of thousands of people in Pennsylvania and Washington, D.C., So they looked around for another venue and decided that they needed to do it outdoors in October, and they're going to do it kind of almost back-to-back weeks in October. And in their infinite wisdom, they have decided to bring it to Tampa, Florida, the hotbed of COVID right now. They're moving it to Tampa, Florida. Now, keep in mind, for those that aren't paying attention— People coming to Florida from 25 different states when they go home have to quarantine for 14 days. You can't come to Florida and not quarantine when going back to Kentucky and 20 other states. So the comments on here have been just My, I did the first one. I put this is the stupid decisions I've seen all year. And they just go on and on and on about people agreeing that why Florida? All the other states that aren't having trouble, we're going to go to the state. The president just canceled the Republican National Convention in Florida.
1: (laughs) So wait, what month is this? October? October.
0: Which okay, so Tampa
1: in October is not terribly terrible weather-wise, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I was reading something and like if something bad is going to happen, it's going to be in California, Texas or Florida. Or Florida. <laughs> it's always those three states are the ones that are affected. When yeah, this president crazy.
0: cancels the convention that he has so wanted for <laughs> so long, and it's because it was in Florida. The day after they make this announcement and they are getting ripped to shreds.
1: I'm going to go on there and just to be uh <laughs> difficult go I love this idea. <laughs> this is so great.
0: And apparently what has to happen with the showing season is they're going to be in like Kentucky the week before, they have to come to Florida and then they have to go back to a state that they're for the next show that they're not allowed to go back to from Florida. And, you know, people, the only one comment I said, they said, oh, it was a stupid idea, but maybe things will be better by October.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: good. Yeah, positive thinking. That
1: was my thought. I was trying to be positive. I'm (laughs) like, it's July. So, you know, August, September, October. You had a while. We don't even have
0: a mask mandate in Florida. They're doing nothing to stop it down here. So, no. You guys
1: don't have a mask? Oh, no, the
0: governor refuses. He says that's ridiculous. Why do you think we're the number leader in the world right now (laughs) Florida? Do you know
1: that we... um, You
0: do in Oklahoma, which is like...
1: (laughs) Yeah. Lucas is on a baseball team, okay? Baseball. (laughs) Outdoors. It's coach pitch. Chad is the pitcher. Chad has to wear a mask when
0: he pitches. Do the kids wear masks?
1: No, the kids don't wear masks, but all the coaches have to wear a mask. And it's suggested that people in the audience, in the crowd, wear a mask.
0: You know I'm I'm a big tennis fan, so they're finally playing tennis again, and I watched a little bit of it last night. It's a world championship tennis, and there's nobody in the stands. It's really weird. There's no... no there's <gasps> Are no... the
1: girls wearing masks so it sounds like this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were, actually, because that's all you hear now. <laughs> At least the stands muffled it a bit, but that's all you hear is, oh ooh, uh, ooh, and then... They, they don't have ball people, and they don't have linesmen. They're calling on their own lines. It's the strangest what? thing. They yes. don't have any,
1: like, no. judges or anything? mean no. That's
0: stupid. <laughs> <They're>
1: out! <laughs> it was not out, Serena. <laughs> Jesus, Vanessa. All
0: right, let's go on to some other stories. That are the only
1: two female players I, I am seconds. putting
0: <laughs> it out there that this is the dumbest-ass decision I've seen yet, and I'm putting it out there for the Washington National and the Washington International Horse Show people, and we've had them on the show. We've had the organizers really on smart? the show.
1: You know what's really also smart is that um they moved up the start of school. Why? I don't know why they would move up the start of school. They moved it sooner? Yes.
0: You would have thought of it been later.
1: Duh. Uh, But now they're gonna like do breaks, and they're gonna have the school. You have to distance learn once a month, and so they have kids have to be home five days days a week
0: because most schools are going like two days and then home a couple days. um.
1: So they're doing. You can pick. You can either do regular school, which is you send your kid. Then you can do uh, partial, which is you have to sign up for this thing and you can online school or there's a mix of both that you can do
0: yeah there were some that are sending them in some half the group is going in the mornings and half in the afternoon how are they going to do the buses i mean we were packed in those buses <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: Well, my sister-in-law was like, just be ready because somebody's going to get sick, and they're oh, going to shut it? down the school for yep. two weeks and quarantine,
0: and then you're going to be listening Well, like if a home. teacher gets sick, does that mean every class they've taught has to be <laughs> – you know, it, there's a lot of complications in that whole thing. Anyway, let's get off of that. Let's get on to some interesting thing. This involves COVID, but – I saw a picture, one of oh, the, Let's
1: get off of it, but you're like, let let me tell you. This is story a good about thing
0: about it, though. And it involves horses. We'll get back to horses here. Uh, I saw a picture of a very large horse trailer transporting 10 horses to a university that's doing research on COVID. And that led to the question, why are they bringing horses to the university for COVID research? And here is why. Apparently, you know, You've heard about people donating their plasma that have had COVID before because they can take that plasma and put it back into people with COVID and it apparently helps, helps them. It's called convalescent plasma. They take the people who are already having antibodies, put it back in people who, who are sick. And it says you're not going to leap out of bed, but you're probably not going to die. It helps cure you faster. You're still going to be sick for a while, but it reduces the symptoms. So it's not. You know, it's not a, we're going to give you antibiotics for two days and you're better all of a sudden, but it does help. So apparently they can get this plasma from animals as well as humans. So there's a company in Sioux Falls, South Dakota that uses cows. They're special cows. They're cows that have been given a human-like immune system.
1: Those are special
0: cows. They're very special cows. If you inject them with uh, amounts of COVID vaccine, not the virus itself, but the vaccine that they're developing, it, it, it causes an immune response and the cows will churn out buckets of antibodies in their plasma. They're much bigger than humans, right? So they have more blood. Uh, and it can be used, to, to, they concentrate it and then use it in therapy. Well, they're also doing the same thing with horses. Uh and it actually has been used in the past and using horses to generate vaccines or therapies for certain infectious infectious diseases. So horses have been used for that too, which is why they were asking for volunteer horses and they were shipping horses to this university to do this.
1: Glenn, I'm um sick with covid, but I'm a vegan. So I can't You would take, take horse cattle plasma. antibodies, okay? Because plasma, it would be no.
0: wrong. You would take <laughs> horse. Blood. I know you, you would take it.
1: I would take horse blood just for the hell of it. <laughs>
0: Hey, there is an uh, interesting thing happened uh, this week. A horse show. Can you believe it? An actual horse show uh, for eventers. Uh, Boyd Martin went to the Virginia Horse Trials, which had been moved, and they decided to do it midweek. And he won a three-star there at the Virginia Horse Trials on his horse named Luke 140. And it was the first three-star done this year. And he had a final anybody score. anybody else
1: there? Was he the only one 400 showing? 400
0: riders. Oh, my gosh. This. Yeah. So it was a big show. Uh, it's a nine-year-old Holsteiner named Luke 140 and won the show. He uh, had a dressage score of, <clears throat> you ready, 23.9. Oh, God. And then did a double clear, took a little bit of points, uh, time penalties for uh, cross-country, but ended up winning because he was so far ahead. He ended up with a final score of 30 point fi- 35.5. He was just on the last episode of Horsemanship Radio again. He has, he loves Monty. Those two get along great and they're kind of an odd couple.
1: <laughs> they did a thing, a demo together. I think it was two years ago, maybe a year ago where um, Monty talked him through a join up and that's when you realize I don't think Boyd Martin's ever been in a round pin with a horse ever. And it's shocking to me because of how accomplished he is. Um, but yeah, it was, it was stilted and awkward at best. And, but you know, Monty talked him through it and it worked out great, but then they, they, they did this really awesome demo in Los Angeles together. It was really cool. And they've
0: been friends ever since. So <laughs> it's an interesting interview. You should check it out on horsemanship radio. I think it was the last episode. Just look forward on your podcast player. Awesome. Also one of our last, uh, one of our previous hosts of the eventing radio show, Joe Meyer, came in second on Clip Clop. Clip, yes, Clip Clop's still around. Uh, and they came in second. Gotta 19, <laughs> He's got to be 18 to 19. He does have to be older. Uh, so, yeah, so congratulations to him, too. All right, I put a link in there. I want you to go to the link, if you could. I don't. I think you're going to have to copy and paste it. It doesn't look like it's an actual it okay. link. So I asked the auditors this morning in the auditor room... <laughs> I want you to describe the masks that you're seeing. (laughs) Can you describe them for us, please?
1: Okay, so they're masks for COVID, you know, the the elastic mask, but where it should be, you know, uh, it's a horse nose with like the teeth or the mouth or the tongue or the nostrils flaring or something. Uh, So basically, you would look like you have a horse's face on your face.
0: Now, horse face, when we used to call each other that in high school, it used to be a bad thing. What's <laughs> was a bad thing when you were called horse face. So would you wear one of these horse face masks?
1: I'm going to go back to my rule on what I make horses wear. And y'all can <laughs> send your complaints to me or Jennifer at and she'll dispose of it properly. Um, you know, those fly masks with the glasses with like the bug on them and the eyes are crossed (laughs) and and the horses look really stupid. I will not put one of those on my horse because I feel like it's like disrespectful. And this kind of goes along with that. I wouldn't wear this. Why would I make a horse wear something ridiculous? (laughs) So I'm going to go with no, although they are on sale right now. And I guess if I had to choose one, I'd probably go with horse face mask, Number six,
0: uh, wh- <laughs>
1: which is just the flat teeth of the horse,
0: just yes. right there. Yeah, I think like, I'd go with number five, the one with the horse sticking its tongue out. I think I'd yeah. go with that one. I uh, can see that. <laughs> kind of looks kiss-like, doesn't it? Uh, so, um the... Results are in from the auditor room, and it is 50-50 on whether people would wear these masks or not.
1: I want to put a sub post under there, do your horses wear stupid fly masks and see if there's a correlation. If it's the
0: same group. Yeah, so I will post a link to this in the show notes. You can see, uh, if, you, if you want a horse face fly mask, you can uh, go get one over there.
1: I do like the um, horse sunshade that they have, which is, you know, you put up in your window cause, so the sun doesn't heat up your steering wheel and all that. And it's two horses sitting in the driver's seat and the passenger seat. I want that.
0: <laughs> all right, it is time. Att- I'll say pay attention. If you ain't met one
1: by now, you're bound to sooner or later.
3: He says one thing and he means another, but...
0: That's right, it is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when listeners submit ads from Facebook or Craigslist or someplace else, and we just read them and have a little bit of fun with them. It is sponsored by Horselovers.com, and we have some fantastic prizes this month. Everybody that submits an ad gets entered into a drawing at the end of the month. If you submit an ad where you record it and you send a recording to us and we play your voice on it, you get double the entries. And starting off today is the
1: i gotta tell you a true story glenn so we're giving away the enel sports bra okay and uh the sports bra is a fantastic it's a high impact sports bra it's got a a wire-free front Poor hook sports bra as uh, so you basically the hooks are in the front. So you just put it on and you just hook them in the front, but this is designed exclusively for C cups and above. So I don't qualify for the email sports bra. However, I did need to go get some new sports bras and I was like, I want to find one that hooks in the front due to the inspiration from the Enel sports bras. So I went and I found one. I couldn't find one that hooked in the front, but I found one that zippers in the front. And let me tell you, how much fun it is to walk in the house and unzip that puppy and just be like, here I am. Oh my God. It's so fun. Boom. There's no boom really. It's kind of sad, but it is very freeing and very fun. And I, I don't know. It's just, it's just personal. I probably talk too much. Okay. And
0: if I make any comment on any of this, I'm in trouble. So you
1: be quiet. I'm just telling, <laughs> ladies. This is the front sports hook. Uh, mm-mm, yeah, it's fun. It's good to time. I didn't like, know they were the, that
0: hard to find.
1: I well, I don't know. I went to the place where you find them, and I went. To, I think I went to Ross or something because I. <laughs> Ruin everything. I can't buy that's anything expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy expensive things, Glenn. I'm not qualified to have nice things. um Yeah, so I it's fun. Zipper zipper front. Kind of annoying to have the zipper there. I think the these f- hooks would be better, but it's still. We uh,
0: well, I, we're gonna give away one of those. It's a seventy dollar value. Away. That's right. And if you if you also don't qualify for the C cup or above, maybe you have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is coming. Glenn
1: uh, would like her phone number.
0: <laughs> Kensington. we <laughs> are also giving away some Kensington products. Horse Lovers has helped Kensington products uh, after the fire that they had with their warehouse. They bought all the remaining stock. And it's not smoke-laden or burnt. They they had a trailer tractor-trailer full of stuff. Uh, but they're giving away the Kensington Convertible Weekender Bag and the Kensington Signature Garment Carrier, both in plaid black. You know, that uh, convertible bag's pretty cool. It it can be a briefcase, it can be a shoulder bag, a crossbody bag, or a backpack. Any one of those, it's pretty cool. This is a $100 value for both of them, and you could be a lucky winner. You want to do that one?
1: I'm looking at plaid black, the bags right now, because I was like, what does plaid black look like? It's actually pretty cute. It is. Okay. Um,
0: It's it's too classy for you. You can't have it.
1: (laughs) And finally, Glenn, the the Ovation Jump Air Helmet (laughs) to take you to the next level of style with a popular large air vent look. It features a genuine leather visor and harness, easy adjust dial for a snug fit, easy to clean rubberized finish, removable, washable, cool max liner, and nylon carrying bag. Valued at 109.95. Thanks so much to Horse Lovers for submitting on giving us all these uh presents. Now uh now if you submitted And you don't hear it. You're still in the running for the prizes. If you submit your own ad and you read it your dang self, you get twice the uh, entries. And so we can't get to all of them. So Aaron, Cassidy, Kayla, Kelly, and Betsy, y'all have been counted. Okay. Glenn, Beth sent the first one in. It's yours.
0: This is a horse with paper's mare. $4,000 in... (laughs) Avamo. I don't know where that is. Uh, nine-year-old Mayor Brown. Oh, there's no punctuation at all. Oh, <laughs> all wrong. right, here we go. <clears throat> nine-year-old Mayor Brown with a little white between her eyes. She is halter broke. She is not satel broke, yet put her on once, and she did fine with it asking, 4,000, you pick up, she has papers.
1: What breed? What is her registry? She's brown. What, do what more say? do you
0: want to know? She is brown.
1: So let me get this: You want four thousand dollars for a nine-year-old that has never had a rider?
0: Apparently, she's well. She might be saddle broke, but we know she's not saddle broke. S a t t l e yeah. man. So.
1: Uh, Jody sent this next one in from Facebook. Oh, that's a new name, Jody. I know. I, like I love name. it. Um, attention cowboys is the title, <laughs> all caps. I
0: gave you this one intentionally.
1: Oh, lord. <laughs> have you been wanting to test your true training abilities to see if you really got what it takes to be a cowboy look no further, or do you maybe just have a boring life and want to make a dumb purchase? (laughs) 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 I am so dumb shopping right now. You guys, I can't even like, I feel like I need a horse and I've been shopping online. I'm looking at all sorts of crazy things. And so maybe this is what I need. Um, Do you want to make a dumb purchase to spice things up a little bit? Here you go. Chaos, oh God. Chaos is a three-year-old grade mare. If she was registered, her name probably would have been Bad Investment or quote, my wife will never speak to me again, or maybe even quote, crazy with a side of crazy. She
0: stands. We've all (laughs) dated one of those.
1: She stands fourteen-two, full of whiskey and tequila mixed in a big old yellow solo cup. <laughs> Turn this little hot tamale out on 40 acres and you'll spend your whole day chasing her. And if you have the kahunas to climb in the saddle, she does walk, trot, and lope. She did buck her first ride, and my insurance policy isn't high enough for me to take another chance, so I can't say whether she will or will not. Toss your cowboy jeans across the pen when you throw a leg over. I wish I could give her away for free, but I was a sorry sucker when I gave $800 for her, so I'd like to get that back out of her. We'll come... will come with a free case of beer. She is located in Ottawa,
0: Iowa. That's not too far from you. You can just take a ride up. How far is <laughs> Iowa? We can go. What the hell?
1: <laughs> oh, this next one is so good. I some A bunch of people have sent me this one, so I'm glad you're going to read it.
0: Oh, I love the line, though. She stands 14.2 hands full of whiskey and tequila mixed in a big old <laughs> yellow solo <Yellow-Solo> cup. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Rebecca sent this one in. Arizona Horse Corner Facebook. Tiny 28-inch unwed, knocked-up mother-to-be is interested in a relationship with a family who will participate in raising her baby. She will be a freeloader as she splits... She will be a free letter as she split with the deadbeat dad seven months ago. She will follow the leader after a frank and honest discussion of the merits of your destination. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line, too, full of great lines today. She is tolerant of pedicures, providing the spa has good reviews on Yelp resides in Peoria with her caseworker Yolanda. call for an interview <laughs> and what's it a picture of
1: a <laughs> uh, mini pregnant mini donkey. <laughs> Tiny, unwed, knocked up mom to be. You, you can talk to a caseworker. So oh,
0: after God. it's done doing what it does, you're going to have two uh, zombie donkeys for your pleasure. I
1: think what I did see was the price. Somebody sent this to me. It was $2,500. Really? So I was like,
0: whoa. For the knocked up mini? Well wow. Knocked it up
1: mini donkey <laughs> with a, you know, no baby daddy. Uh, okay. Carrie sent the next one in on her own.
0: Come on, Carrie
5: Hi, everybody. This is Carrie from Vermont with a... Well, it's actually a really good ad. It's just pretty funny. Kind of long, so bear with me. This is Luther. Luther is looking for a home where he doesn't have to jump because his time in the service has left him with some body modification. Not unusual in a seven-year-old racehorse with an F-ton of starts. No, seriously. He raced. A lot. Handsome, right? Such a kind eye. Super cute mover. No stall vices, uncomplicated ride, and honest as they come. Likes beer and snacks and neck scratches and plays a mean game of bitey face with friends. Before (laughs) you say, take my money, there's a few things you should know. Two weeks ago, Luther was a push ride. You carried a crop and used your leg. No, more leg. More leg. More leg. Yep, that much leg. And a crop to back it up, because Luther says his racing days are O-V-E-R, done, kaput, moving on and moving up. I'm retired now, and I'm going to live a life of leisure and carry old ladies and kids and amateurs, because and they also like to feed things, and that sounds swell. Luther is a straight shooter, folks. It's part of his charm. Then my chubby amateur self said, self? Why don't we dump a few hundred bucks into seeing if we can't get a little more chub on this horse? And why don't we start with some ulcer treatment? And Luther said to put down the crop, strap on your safety belt, folks, and let's have some fun. Luther is still straightforward, sane, safe, and honest. He just does it all a little faster, with more zing and pep in his step, and perhaps a little more reaction to loud noises and cats and whatnot. Not enough that someone with experience can't ride, but unless you hate your grandmother, child, or fellow chubby amateur, I would not recommend that you throw them up there for a leisurely stroll. Luther no longer strolls. He power walks like Karen headed to the service desk to speak to a manager. He has purpose, folks. Luther is also a 1,200 toddler who thinks personal space is for other people and everything belongs in his mouth. 24-7-365. The upside? He's also charming and funny as a toddler, and he makes you laugh in equal measure to the frustration. But seriously, this warhorse has done his time. He deserves a soft landing, and I would really like that to not be with me. Hashtag OTTB. Hashtag horse for sale. Hashtag he has character. Hashtag he might also be an (laughs) a-hole. Hashtag it's called perspective. (laughs) i kind of want him as much as i did
1: (laughs) carrie we need him oh that's great bailey's like karen heading to the service desk to complain to the manager can i just tell you how funny it is that my father's wife is named karen and how much i thoroughly enjoy anything that says karen (laughs) on it
0: for long time Um, listeners will understand what that means (laughs)
1: Bailey sent this one in horse trailer, $500 1957 Howell horse trailer needs work, but can be made roadworthy. The back two tires. No, it (laughs) can't. We're going to try to get them pumped up so that it can be moved. However, they may soon need replaced. (laughs) Good starter trailer can hold two ponies or one larger pony. Comfortably propane tank, not included title is on site. What is inside the trailer, Glenn?
0: It's about a 150 gallon propane tank. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just light that sucker and blow it up. That'd be more oh effective.
1: Oh, my God. This is garbage. <laughs> this is somebody's garbage.
0: Again, round two front. Did that all they made back in the 60s was these round two front trailers, two horse trailers that would uh, fit two 1957,
1: ponies? 1957. Y'all, this <laughs> needs to be like, they need to convert this into a um food truck. Hey, That's Jamie, about- can,
0: where it's sitting, can you see the tires or the hitch through the weeds?
1: No, no, <laughs> no. It can't be moved, Glenn, because
0: they got to pump up the tires first. <laughs> they can weed whack. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I'll post that in the auditor room because that's where we post them now because we have people keep trying to buy them. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> we do. We po- Every time we post one of these bad trailers, we're like, ha ha ha, look at this trailer. And somebody's like, how much you want for it?
0: <laughs> so they must sell them because people are wanting to buy them from us. So,
1: what do you take? Hey, maybe we <laughs> can make
0: money. Doing that, I just know. you know, barking them down to two hundred, sell it for five hundred, and not even see the sucker. Just go pick it up at their house.
1: <laughs> Here you go, go on out to be like the well, middleman. <laughs> it doesn't say where it is, and there's never a phone number. So no,
0: never mind. Claire sent this one in. I'm in search of a well-broke gelding, something fast and athletic. B Cajun. B-K- Becca, Becca again, back again. Looking for cheap ass possible.
1: Cheap ass possible
0: oh but will god everything is spelled wrong here but will lou will use i want to run barrels competitively ac i love arab quarter horse crosses help me you need help there's no question Yeah, you about need that. help
1: it's called an education <laughs>
0: yeah. oh my god everything was wrong with that ad
1: something fast and athletic B E C A G A I N, looking for cheap A S S -S possible. But
0: I don't think asses run barrels, do they?
1: I don't know. It's too bad. That's just a really bad ad. Well done, Claire. Yeah,
0: good job. Nailed the assignment. Kim sent this one in. Let's see how Kim did.
6: Hi, this is Kim calling from SoCal. I'm dropping my mask for just a moment to leave you a really bad ad from a Craigslist photo ad. It is a picture of a very scruffy, long-haired, dull coated solid bay mini horse. Uh, This is summer, but I guess these are the best pictures that they had. And the ad reads, Sprinkles is a super cute (laughs) and adorable bay two-year-old miniature horse filly, about 32 inches tall. Champion Bloodlines can be registered with AM HR registry $2,500 open to best cash offer paid in full and if you don't care about papers we'll drop the price (laughs) sorry not a kid's pony prefer a home with horse experience thank you oh possibly do a partial trade for vintage rare briar model horses let me know what you have cash or paypal friends and family accepted boy not sure about the price of some of those briars I'm But I'm really not sure about the price of a $2,500 mini that doesn't do anything.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you, Kim.
1: (laughs) Uh, Never in the history of really bad ads have we ever had somebody want to trade an actual horse for plastic miniature (laughs) horse.
0: No, we've we've not. Not for $2,500 for sure. What kind of old briars are going for that much? You know what? I have those. So if you guys want, <laughs> well, you want a mini. There you go. <laughs> it's all yours.
1: Somebody, I just meant somebody wants to pay twenty five hundred dollars. You'll sell mine. them. You're, they're up for I sale. I will part with them.
0: <laughs> uh, Jenny sent this one in: <laughs> a Herman Shepherd for three hundred dollars. You heard right. It's a Herman Shepherd in Indianapolis. Herman Shepherd, nine months old boy, very friendly. He'd like yo play with. This. Everybody, he need a good home. What is How? it with spelling, punctuation, and just using English words this time? I don't know.
1: Well, it's a Herman Shepherd.
0: Well, Glenn. The, the, Geez, the G what and the want? H are right beside each other. They <laughs> really are. So there, you can get yourself a Herman Shepherd for three hundred bucks.
1: Wow, that sounds awesome! I want that. Um, Charlotte sent this one in from. Uh, this is, a, is this a Facebook page, Horses of Unusual Size? I guess. You <laughs> said it comes from Horses of Unusual Size on Facebook. Huh. I got to join that group. <laughs> uh, stunning, all caps, stunning exclamation point. 17-hand-ish, unregistered Appy Rhinesdale. His name is Tweed, 12-year-old-ish gelding. All balls, no brains, <laughs> first flight power meathead. Point and shoot fearless to a fault, sure-footed at any speed on any footing except at a dead walk on flat, dry ground. Lethal! Lives in or out. Went out, he wants in. Went in, he wants out. (laughs) Endlessly destroys blankets and other sundries both his and those of pasture mates or neighbors. 2 years hunting first field with bridal spur, school's light as air in a snaffle, hunts in one if you have a death wish, <laughs> works nicely. Loves his job, a real natural. Will at every opportunity let you know you are doing it wrong and he's got this and he is the hunting expert. Suitable for a moderately skilled heavy drinker, or <laughs> little blonde ladies who cut their teeth on green fire-breathing Arabs. What
0: you want this appy one, don't you? Rhinestale?
1: I kind of do. It Sounds fun.
0: Uh, what would a rhinesdale be? I don't, I don't know, know, but I so have a, a we have an, an appy auditor warm in who, Texas who mixes Appies and Warmbloods. I don't get it.
1: What's a Riesling? Is a Riesling a Warmblood? A breed highlight coming up: an <laughs> Appy rhinesdale. Um, no, we do have
0: a, an auditor in Texas who's looking for a hunt horse. So, Tara, this could be yours. It could be. 17 hands of pure naughtiness. All right, let's go to Scott, who's going to end the day. Scott
1: Steele is a bar in Dublin. <laughs> Glasgow.
0: <laughs> You've been there, right? The tavern. I'm All probably... right. Scott, we love Scott, and he's going to end the day with this.
3: Hey, this is Scott in Virginia. This isn't exactly an ad Sort of for farriery, but it's an article by a farrier, Eagle Ridge Equine Farrier Service, that I just wanted to read to y'all. It says, I was at the university a few days ago, working on a draft horse who came out of sedation just long enough to kick me through a stall door. So I'm taking today off to both feel sorry for myself and to draft out my experiences as a moving target. Horse Kicks 101. Even when you work on very well-trained and gentle horses, getting kicked is somewhat of an occupational hazard as a farrier. Sometimes it's out of fear or pain, sometimes it's by mistake, and on occasion, even good horses have bad days. Whatever the reason, the resulting world of hurt for us, comparatively soft and squishy monkeys, is the same. However, just how badly one is injured can depend a lot on the conviction and breed of the offending, or offended, critter. The breed voted most likely to knock you across the aisle way in high school would be the American Thoroughbred, like most things in Europe, the European thoroughbreds seem to have a more level head about them. Much like myself, the American TB, especially the on track racehorse, is a rather high strung critter whose environment has made them prone to both panicked flight and personal injury. When they kick, it's powerful, wildly unpredictable, but accurate, and they always followed by the snapping of the cross ties as they gallop to perceived safety, screaming, I'm a racehorse, I'm a racehorse, as they disappear down the driveway. <laughs> Next on the list of crazies is the Arabian horse, especially the Egyptians. It's my theory that their small dished heads compress their brains, making them prone to hallucinations. The larger the dish, the more likely they are to mistake a blowing leaf for a horse-eating dragon. When they kick, it's completely unpredictable, light, but deadly fast. The Arab will also gallop to safety, but that's likely 50 or more miles away. Also, one should be aware that when the leaf monster presents itself, the Arabian has the ability to teleport its way to safety. (laughs) The American Quarter Horse is the Labrador of the equine industry. They are cool-tempered and unexcitable. Snakes, rogue cows, or even that mounted migrant worker commonly known as a cowboy shooting off their backs rarely gets them to raise more than an eyebrow. If you do manage to get kicked by one of these guys, you, or someone they felt very strongly about, likely deserved it. (laughs) Unlike Arabs or thoroughbreds, when they kick something, they meant to do it. While they might not be as fast as their caffeinated cousins, their blows come down with the accuracy and might of <laughs> Thor's hammer. They always accompany their mighty blows with an inquisitive yet judgmental expression to suggest, Did you learn something today? <laughs> draft horses are best described as gentle giants. They are kind, forgiving, and dumb as a box of rocks. If you were unlucky enough to be walloped by one of these tanks, it's likely because they forgot you were there. What the draft horse lacks in conviction, they make up for in brute force. Accuracy and speed don't really matter that much when dropping nuclear warheads. <laughs> ponies. I'm convinced that the four horsemen of the apocalypse will be charging in on the burning fury of pony hooves. It really doesn't matter what you did or didn't do. Ponies will kick simply because they can. They're a weapon of equal opportunity. What they lack in brute force, they make up for in quantity. So much quantity. Donkeys and mules are not horses, and they will be sure to remind you of that fact should you forget. They're even tempered, but unforgiving. It doesn't take a very big donkey to carry a grudge. When they feel you are deserving of capital punishment, they have no qualms about dishing it out. They are the ninja snipers of the equine world. One shot, one kill is the donkey's motto. If one of Hell's own minions fires a shot at you and misses, it was only a warning. When they strike, their hooves rip the very fabric of time and space to arrive faster than the speed of (laughs) light. Please understand that not every Arabian is crazy and not every draft horse is dumb. These are light-hearted stereotypes that come from my personal observations and experiences gathered over my 12 years standing behind the anvil. I know they will not be true of every horse. Carry on. (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh i love it that was good that was well read uh eddie it's so accurate everything in there was very very accurate oh i've been stepped on by draft horses and they don't know you're they're stepping on your foot they have no clue and you're not there it really hurts (laughs) it really really hurts well, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. We hope you had a good week and are looking forward to something fun this weekend. Uh, and we will be back here on Monday. Now, hang around, auditors, because we're going to have a post-show. Jamie wants to talk about a horse. Big surprise. Uh, the, uh, I don't know what hey, horse. The
1: question is, which one? I that's mean, right. <laughs> it's so fun.
0: So we're going to do that. Uh, what else do we have? I think that's about it. Don't really have any other announcements, other than uh, we'll see you back here next week. Because you know what, it's Groundhog Day. Why not? See you.
1: Why not? Spay neuter geld. You'd have more money if it weren't for horses and
0: divorces. (laughs) (laughs) That has got to be my new motto.